There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. This is Emily, Henley, and Sammy, and you're listening to Too Scary Didn't Watch. Hello, and welcome to Too Scary Didn't Watch, the scary movie recap podcast for those too afraid to watch for themselves. I'm Emily. I am too scared to watch scary movies. I'm Henley. I'm definitely too scared to watch these movies, but I am so curious about everything that happens in them. I'm Sammy. I am not too scared to watch scary <laughs> movies. Some movies I'm too scared of, but this one I watched. Right. <laughs> we are your hosts. We're going to get you through every uh, uh, terrifying episode because if we can, if Henley and I can handle it, so can anybody else. Um, and this week's film, Sammy... This week, we're, we, well, you guys didn't. I watched The Witch, uh, which is a movie that came out in 2015. Another A24 film. Last week, we did Midsummer. Really great horror films coming out A24. The Witch was written and directed by Robert Eggers, and it's starring Anya Taylor-Joy, Ralph Enison, Kate Dickey. Harvey Look at Scrim- these names. Harvey Scrimshaw. <laughs> All your favorites. How great of a name is Har- Harvey Scrimshaw? It's really good. Yeah. He's he's great. Wasn't there some... Yeah, those are... All of them are good names. <laughs> yeah, it's set in 1630s New England, 62 years before the Salem Witch Trials. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay, well, just to, you know, get ramped up for this podcast, <laughs> I was reading some reviews and dang. Um, <laughs> these reviews use some crazy language to describe the film, I think mirroring the tone of the film. Let me give you some examples. Yeah, let's hear it. Um, The AV Club said, making an unbelievably auspicious debut, too unbelievable. A Faustian pact was surely forged. (laughs) (laughs) This is the AV Club? Really swinging. Writer-director Robert Eggers amps up the unholy menace from the opening frames. Oh, frames. boy. Guys, that's not even, like, the craziest one. Okay, There's so I many think. crazy ones. Okay, The New Yorker. The witch hastens to its harrowing climax. Oh. About which, I predict, you will want to rage deliciously. What? This is a scary movie and a serious one because it lures us into the minds and the earthly domains of those who are themselves scared night and day that they have forfeited the mercies of God. It takes an original movie to remind us of original sin. Wow. Like heavy language throughout oh all of yeah. our I love reviews. to imagine these reviewers being like, oh, I get to write this review right now. Um, I have so many other examples, but I won't bore you with them. The only other thing I wanted to say is that there's a tweet that's relevant, I think, right. to us. Oh, yeah. Let's um, hear it. From someone who has like 300 followers. There are like four likes on it. Oh, my God. How did you find this? Um, don't ask. Um, <laughs> it just says... Midsummer is really just the witch too. Thomason's crazy summer. So I don't know what that means. Interesting. What a take. 
Yeah. Really bringing things full circle for our specific circumstances. Um, great. Well, that's, I mean, that's very exciting. Uh, and that brings us to our guests who are joining us this week. We have two wonderful guests. The first is a brilliant director and actor of short films Kindred Spirit and a to-be-named monster <laughs> film. She's also too scared. It's Caroline Lindy! Woo! <laughs> you weren't expecting me to say all that. No, I was not expecting director of short films. Be, be intimidated. That's what you are. Thanks for having me, ladies. Caroline, tell us your relationship to scary movies. How do you feel about them? Um, I feel uh, very scared of most of them. <laughs> yeah, sure. haunted me ever since I was very little. Okay. I don't sleep at, for, like, months after I see a scary movie. That really, like, The Grudge, I still think about The Grudge, like, most nights. Yeah, every <laughs> night. I was going to ask you, yeah, what's the scariest movie you've seen? Is it The Grudge? Well, yeah, when she, when she, um... Pops, well, the whole thing with scary movies is you always want to find like shelter, but mm. with the grudge, there you could not hide from the grudge. And so, there's a, there's a scene where she pops up underneath the covers. Oh no, oh, of your own bed, of I your think, own bed. yeah, I remember covers that. I remember that. No, and it's nowhere covering safe. over her victims are the, the main character's face, and that's just like. While they were in the bed. While they were Not in. Not even your bed is a safe space anymore. Yeah. yeah. But you think under, but in the covers? That's, in. No, that's, thank you. That's pretty spooky. That's very scary. <laughs> so after that, it was, you know, I just didn't trust You could You couldn't even sleep in bed anymore. No. Yeah. Where was I going to go you at couldn't. night? <laughs> but then they're also so much fun to watch with friends. So what am I going to do? Yeah, well, you got to listen to this podcast. Yeah, do this, yeah. Um, well, so our, that brings us to our second guest, who is brave and watched the movie this week. Um, he is a, he's not excited about me doing this, he is a hilarious writer and comedian of UCB's The Dragons and creator of viral internet sensation, Tiny Hamster, oh <laughs> it's Joel Jensen. Hello, thank you. Good to be here. Um, good to be here. I love The Witch. I think it's a great movie. Um, yeah. And you're not too scared. You're on Team Brave. Team Brave. Um, I'm on Team, team I'm on Team Brave for the most part, but I think, um, I haven't always been for a long time. I, I was Team Scared. Um, that all, yeah. That gives, that gives me hope for myself. What, what did it for me was seeing, uh, horror movies on like opening weekend in theaters because the movie-going experience is totally specific and unique. Yeah. Because you're in it with, you know, like a hundred or more other people. Everybody's scared as shit. And you all, like, react together as a unit. Yeah. You all scream together, and then you all laugh at yourselves for being scared together. We were all panicked and tense together. And you can, like, feel that in the, in the space. Uh, and that's what, like, really got me to like horror movies because no other movie can give you that kind of communal experience mm -hmm. only being like scared and feeling stupid about it shared terror yeah but you're all like in it together and like looking at each other and like this so yeah that brought me over to team to team brave that's actually really convincing that mm -hmm. i know it sounds like a like a roller coaster it's like yeah. you're like in a thing mm -hmm. that's almost enough to convince me to try it but i don't know <laughs> i don't know if i'm there yet yeah 
It, it depends on the movie too. Like some, so there are probably good intro scary movies. Uh, this would not be a good intro scary movie. I would say. I think this is a bit of a double black diamond. It's like legit. <laughs> That's how we should rate these movies. That's how we should rate yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. Because everybody knows ski slope ratings. <laughs> Something everyone can relate to. Yes. You could go with like a blue, you'd be all right with like a blue square level. And we all know what it means. No explanation necessary. I think there are some good blue squares out there, but we, that might be for another episode. Okay. Um, okay, so what is the scariest movie that you have ever seen to you? This, the most scared I've ever been is Hereditary. Oh. It fucking destroyed me. No, a lot of people are saying that. What What about it? We're going to have to do it. I think too, that but. it's so scary because, well, first of all, it's a masterpiece of filmmaking. Just dot period in a sentence. It's like one of the best movies of the past 10 years, 20 years, maybe longer. It's like a legit, incredible masterpiece. So that's part of it. Second part of it is that all of the horror is rooted in like really believable real shit. So it's like it's about family trauma and the resentments between parents and their children and all of these things are like deeply psychologically real and true and it like dredges these things up and then and then roots itself in them and then delivers like demons and shit on top of it. So like the demons are like icing on the cake, but the cake itself is scary just on its own and like very real. And like psychologically damaging and that's like what is so hard about it is like it slowly builds on this like family trauma for an hour and a half and then just guitar solo rips you to shreds in like the last 20 minutes um with like this like supernatural stuff that it's like earned every inch and you're already just like destroyed anyway and then you're like oh and they're powerless to stop any of this on top of everything so it, like kill me please it's like so scary. i cried like six times in hereditary yeah. i just want to yeah. say that i almost walked out it's like i couldn't handle intense. it yeah it's very intense did you have nightmares like, i just want to know can you sleep at night you not hereditary <laughs> you couldn't no not hereditary and it, in fact the witch i also i had the first time i watched it i had to watch a roger moore james bond movie to like clear my mind because yeah. it freaks me out too bad yeah sure so half of us have seen the movie um and and silent jenna has seen it she's just right to my left we can't forget <laughs> um, about silent jenna one of the things that's weird about about seeing silent jenna is you can see her reaction to what you're saying but you she won't speak it so you'll never even get to defend yourself for having your opinion <laughs> deeply curious about what those facial reactions even really mean so we'll find out afterwards yeah we'll but find out guys, afterwards you, you will guys, never, find will never find out we will well, find maybe, out maybe we should give like weekly jenna Gen facial updates, updates. Uh, she says no she said her face clearly says no in that moment <laughs> it's time for another cocktail hour where we give you a themed cocktail recipe to help get you through this scary movie recap this week's movie was The Witch, and there is a scary goat in The Witch named Black Phillip. We are going to talk more about Black Phillip later, but just know that he was the inspiration behind this week's drink, which is a Black Manhattan. I had never had a Black Manhattan before, and let me tell you, it was delicious. I really loved it. So to make a Black Manhattan at home, you combine two ounces of rye whiskey an ounce of Averna, a dash of Angostura bitters, and a dash of orange bitters. Over ice, mix it and strain into a cocktail glass and garnish with a maraschino cherry. 
It's really, and I don't normally love a whiskey-based drink, and it is quite good. For this particular movie, the little cherry could also represent the bloody nipple. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a bloody nipple. Brace yourself, oh, ladies. Oh, my God. Okay, well, so then without further ado, we're going to watch the trailer so that us who have not seen it can sort of get really fucking freaked out. Um, so let's do it. God, my Lord, and now begin, oh, help me, and I'll leave my sin. For I repentant thou shall be, from evil I will turn to thee. None ever shall destroy my faith, for I repentant thou shall be. Oh, God, my Lord, and now begin, oh, help me, and I'll leave my sin. For I repentant thou shall be, from evil I will turn to thee. Let us leave the Lord. See, what I'm curious about is I want to, uh, for people who haven't seen it, based on watching the trailer, I want to hear what you think it's about. Yeah. And then I'll tell you what it is about. Oh my God, he is posing challenges to us. <laughs> <laughs> it's about a family that moves to a little village on the edge of a deep and dark forest. <laughs> so far, so a, good. I don't think it's even a village. I think they're completely by themselves. Oh, so. yeah. It's a Bingo. family unit, and when they set up camp, they discover that there is a witch in the woods, <laughs> and then it starts possessing them. Based on the trailer, though, it seems like they were already scary. <laughs> like, the family looks really fucking creepy and I think it was weird. just a scary time. <laughs> it was probably a scary yeah, time. what year is this well, like? It's in the 1630s. 1630s. So yeah, your your summary is like pretty bang on, right? So it takes place in Massachusetts in the 1630s, and it's about this family who the the parents are ultra hardcore religious, like Puritan zealots, and like they get exiled from the um, plantation that they live on. It's like a communal plantation. Excommunicado. They get like excommunicado <laughs> from it. So the first scene is like the religious tribunal being like, get the fuck out, you're too religious. And the dad being like, fuck you, you're not religious enough. The dad, we'll be fine. who is hot, by the way. Oh, that's a huge take. <laughs> he has like I this promise crazy- Jenna, I promised Silent Jenna I'd bring up that I thought he was hot. He well, one of the things he's from is he's, he's from also, the- Both of them are from Game of Thrones. And he's from the British office also. Oh! Yeah. Well, I looked up other photos of him and I didn't think he was hot in those photos. So just in this <laughs> he context, needs a beard. he needs he a beard a and chin. I'm like, yes, he, yes, He has yes. a beard. Uh, and his voice is like oh, legendary. So, so deep and raspy. And like the first lines of the movie are like, what for we go into the wood for? <laughs> like, it's so crazy. I also have to confess that I put on subtitles at some point. It, like, yeah. I was a little, I was like, I'm missing things here because it's like thick, like Scottish accents. Like Northern British. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah okay. and old English speak. And I was just like, oh, things are going over my head. Yeah. And so like they are, the family like is originally from England. Right. They emigrated to the United States for uh, religious freedom. And then were too hardcore for the fucking pilgrim group that they lived with. <laughs> and they got kicked out and they had to go like live in the woods on their own. So the, so they like create like a little uh, homestead and they'd like try to go crops and stuff. Uh, and then like one of the best things about this movie is that it gets like right into it. It really Like does. within five minutes you see in the trailer they show it. The, so the girl is playing peekaboo with her baby brother Samuel. And she's playing peekaboo with it. And after like the third peekaboo, when she like 
takes her hands off her eyes, he's vanished like in an instant, which is like one of the, to me one of the most the best like horror movie scenes like maybe ever because it's it scares the shit out of you and uh, it's one of the movies i wish i hadn't ever seen the trailer even though the trailer is so fucking good because yeah. if i had been able to see that scene not knowing that that was coming i would have lost my fucking mind <laughs> so the baby goes away and then they instantly tell right. you the witch it's is right fucking too. real so the the next thing you see after the girl loses her brother is a shot of the witch running through the woods holding the baby. Whoa. So you're like... Creepy so, naked old woman witch, by yeah. the way. Let's give some description yeah. so like, of what this witch looks like. So I think what... Spooky. Yeah, it like immediately tells you like the witch is fucking real. We're not going to like be coy with you. This isn't about like is it, or, is it a witch or isn't it? It's like it's about a fucking witch. <laughs> Who, no ambiguity. Yeah, no ambiguity. And that's what I fucking love when they like throw a brick through the window. Then they cut to a scene where the witch fucking, like, takes her hand and, like, rubs it down the baby's chest. Uh. Then she picks up a knife and holds it over the baby. Then they cut, and you're like, okay, they've, sa- they've saved me from seeing something awful. And then, then you see a shot of this naked old woman, her butt, and she's, like, in a, with a giant mortar and pestle, squishing something up. Then they cut to a close-up, and it's baby's guts and like the baby's bones and guts and shit and she's like rubbing herself with the babies yeah it gets in literally first five minutes to mashing baby who comes up with this it's fucked up and it's clear that it is the baby oh abundantly clear Uh, but you don't see like baby face no but you see baby insides and like it's goo how do you I'm so glad that we're clarifying this because my biggest question, even after reading these reviews, was is this real or is this all in the mind? Well, like well that's another yeah. there is a there is a question about it. So like mm-hmm. Okay. So like the way that the movie works though is like in this scene they go like, hey, just buy it, man. Like buy it, we're not playing we're not, like just believe this. This is like evil. And they and go like up. the witch is real and the and the witch will do unspeakable shit. And they, you know that ten minutes into the fucking movie. So you're like, you know what they're up against, you know how evil this shit is, and then they and then like they then not long after that start to establish like the witch's magic is also real. Wow. And like what she does with the baby, she ends up like making herself into a young woman. And you see that later, and she's like, oh, the baby worked. Her magic is real. Whatever she's doing is, like, is for real. But there is an argument, and this might get off of recapping the movie, but there was, I was reading about this. There was this uh, fungus called ergot that would grow on on wheat and rye. And... Yeah, and, and corn. And corn. I swear, also corn. And corn. And when, and some people think that the Salem witch trials were because everybody was like eating all this fungus and just literally tripping out on like poison, and oh having hallucinations God. and getting sick. And they thought it was witchcraft. It was just people were um, poisoned. Yeah, like um, hallucinating eating, almost. Yeah. Tainted food. Tainted and they, right. and they, in the movie, there are shots that show the corn has ergot on it, right. and the dad mentions it in the. In a one scene, but any so the, so there is a case that like maybe they are just all tripping out. But it does say that it's also based on like things that were reported around this time, like yeah. actual. And one of the things that's crazy is like a lot of the dialogue is like lifted straight up out of like journals and diaries and right, texts right, right. from that time. People actually wrote these lines like that's about so like wild. how they greeted each other or when they were upset about something. It's like 
truly taking these words. So it's like a very dense script. It's like hard to follow sometimes. Do you guys have any examples of lines? I love you marvelous. I, I love you marvelous well, but you're too youngly is one of the things. <laughs> you had that right at the ready. I don't yeah. have one. I love you I marvelous. Love you marvelous well. But you're too youngly. But you're and too that young. is in a scene where the dad is explaining to his son that the baby who went missing is damned to hell because it wasn't baptized. And so, like, that's how, like, so these guys are fucking hardcore. And, like, his son is crying, being like, tell me that my brother isn't damned to hell. And his dad is like, I can't tell you that he's not. And it's, like, This movie grim. is dense. I will say it's an hour shorter than Midsummer, and it felt longer to mm. me. I'll, it I'll clocked in at a crisp 90 minutes. It's, 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 it's pretty quick. It's doing. quick. <laughs> but I was, like, in taking notes, I was like, damn, this is... There's a lot happening here. Okay, so, so, so she get back to, up the baby. So she grinds up the baby. We'll, we'll like, oh. skip back. And so the, the rest of the movie is, like, the, the baby goes missing. And, it, it in fact, this would be a great double feature with Hereditary, although it would drive everyone insane, because then it becomes about the family's trauma in dealing with, like, the loss of this child, the loss of their community, being alone, being incapable, like, the dad having to come to terms with the fact that he's a fucking loser and an idiot, and he fucked his whole family over. <laughs> still super hot. But he's still hot because he chops so much wood. He chops so much wood. He has a wood chopper's body, and it's fucking sick. His obliques, his obliques are crazy. They are. Yeah, I, no I noticed. Yeah, he does. So, the, so then the family starts to, like, unravel, basically, because of the stress of these situations that are at their feet, the loss of the baby, the fact that they start to realize like they will not have enough food to last the winter because all of their crops are rotting and they don't know why. Ergot. Well, it might be ergot. It also might be the, the witch. witch. Like oh. casting a rot on everybody. They start to like then lose faith. So like, well, once the baby is lost, like the mother, her resentment for the daughter goes on to like overdrive and she hates her. Does she think her. it's her fault or something? Yeah, but yeah. also like she also resents that her daughter is like growing up and becoming a woman and a big part of it of, of the movie is like she has her first period and they like it's a big issue for the parents is that the blood oh. all over her no <laughs> <laughs> okay, for those of you who haven't seen it or haven't seen a trailer this there's this a bitch shot. has blood all over her face <laughs> as happens to every woman when she gets her period no i had this i had the same question i was like are they gonna like make this like a crazy well, a big night? part of this a big scene in the movie is when she has uh some ribs removed so she can eat her own pussy while she's in the period <laughs> famously a thing that women do <laughs> is that real no that's not real it's the bleakest time of the year so you know what that means we deserve to get cozy on the couch rewatch our favorite tiktok videos and drink a goddamn glass of wine if you ever struggle to pick out the right bottle, you will love our next sponsor, Naked Wines. Did you know that when you buy wine today, most of the money goes to things like fancy packaging, big budget marketing campaigns, and tax? That is crazy. Naked Wines is a subscription service that seamlessly connects you to the finest independent winemakers on the planet. So you get a box of the market's best quality wines, however often you'd like, for a fraction of the price. And hold on to your butts, you guys, because the deal they have for you is insane. Just wait. So how do they do it? Naked Wines connects winemakers and wine drinkers directly, allowing for vineyard-to-door delivery at up to 60% off what you would normally pay in a store. By cutting out the traditional retail middleman costs and markups, winemakers can pass those savings on to you without skimping on quality. I can't stop talking about Naked Wines. I love that their quiz matches you with bottles that you love, and each shipment includes wines they recommend based on your previous ratings. 
I'm currently loving their organic options, especially the Chris Condos Cabernet from Mendocino County. And they've been around for 10 years and they fund over 90 independent winemakers. So with no commitments or membership fees, you can enjoy Naked Wines hassle-free. And the best part, every bottle is a passion project from an independent winemaker, so you're literally making an independent winemaker's dream come true. So head to nakedwines.com slash too scary and enter voucher in the top right when you get to the website and put in too scary for both the code and password to get six bottles of wine for just $39.99 with shipping included. That's $100 off and less than $7 per bottle. So that's nakedwines.com slash too scary and use the code and password too scary and grab six bottles for just $39.99. One last time, that's nakedwines.com slash too scary, code and password too scary for $100 off your first six bottles. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So like there's this like simmering resentment that's happening between mother and daughter that like it was like it's just like a pressure cooker for this two of them. And then their older son goes missing um, because he gets lost in the woods. But no, I think so. Thomason and Caleb, who are the, the oldest children, I think they're looking for apples or something to like lift the spirits of their family. And so they go into the woods they're checking a rabbit trap because they're out of their grain, oh, so they have to start okay, hunting. Okay. And the dad literally cannot hunt. He's right. too much of a dick. So they think they're trying to like pick up the slack and do a nice thing. Yeah. And then ah. and then they get separated. The horse gets spooked. By the rabbit. Actually, oh, that's what I was going to say is my notes that I took for the movie were literally Thomason, Caleb, that's the two, that's the daughter and son's names, and the rabbit is really scary, and that's all I wrote. <laughs> it's a scary rabbit with little orange crazy it's eyes. Its eyes are so uh, scary. Oh, you scariest can't see rabbit it. there ever it's was. It's really scary. I'll just take your word on this one because yeah. it's hard for me to imagine a really. Scary I don't. I. Rabbit. It's just shot to be like signal to you that it's a scary yeah, rabbit and it's effective. Scary. Does it belong to the witch? It is the witch. Oh. That's what I okay, think. so basically, it spooks the horse, and Thomason falls and gets knocked out, and um. Caleb, the older son, like runs after the horse, I think. He runs after the dog, who he then discovers its guts have been, uh, it's been eviscerated, the dog. Oh! That's one thing I really do hate. The family dog is dead? It's like gory. It's a bad dog death, yeah. A bad dog death. Horror movies always, they kill the dogs. Yeah. Really? That's another reason I don't like watching them. It's always the first to go. The pet is always like the signal of the first to come. Then he's like wandering through the woods and he comes across this little shack that's like built in a little hill. And it's Beauty. And he, also, one of the key points of this little boy is he's like 12, and so he's getting horny. Oh, and, yeah. And he keeps checking out his older sister's Seeing little his boobs. His sister's boobs for the his first time. His sister's little boobs? Yeah, yeah, because she's young. Oh, no. yeah. And like he keeps like she checking her out, her so he's like a little horny. Huge flood of a period. Yeah. Remember, she got <laughs> yeah. all over her face. Blood, blood she's all a woman, though. So. And so he walks up to this house, and then this beautiful woman steps out. And that's when you go, like, 
oh, the baby scrub works. The baby scrub and her gave skin her, her is youth. Glowing, and she's like hot. <laughs> and so then she, he like walks up to her and she kisses him, and then like a gross witch hand comes and grabs his head and like yanks him that away. Was the, that was the like biggest jump scare for me. Mm-hmm. I was. Scared. So then the family really starts to unravel at this point because like they've lost two kids. They've just been thinking that they should leave. They now get more and more angry at the daughter because she was with him when he went missing. We skipped an important part though, which is where they're Thomason and Caleb are by the river and the twins Oh, the fucking are twins. like taunting them. So they're yo- they twins? have younger twin siblings. Oh my god, there are a lot of kids in this There's family. There's a lot of kids Jonas in this and family. Massey. Mercy. Jonas and Mercy. Jonas and Mercy. Um, <laughs> and and um, they're just kind of annoying and awful the whole they're time. And, and Thomason tells them that she's the witch just to kind of like sh- be like, sh- shut the fuck up, like leave us alone. And she's like, I'm the witch. And she like pins her down. And so later when things start getting bad, then the twins are like, she said she's the witch, like to the parents. Oh. And the parents start kind of. Yeah. Also, but it eventually becomes clear that it is in fact the twins who are uh, infected by the witch yes. through the goat Black Philip. Yeah, I've been waiting. What's so, this so that's skipping ahead. But anyway, eventually, like the the brother comes back and he's like fucked up and like naked and hysterical and uh, out of his like out of his mind, and then. He pukes up an apple at one point. For me, this is the scariest part of the movie. <laughs> yeah. It's the puking up the apple. Not the necessarily puking up the apple, but his mouth is like... Bleeding. And bleeding. Like and he's like convulsing, like possessed, kind of like horrible. It was so bad. And they're like trying to pry his mouth open mm. with like a knife. And it's just like the noise of it. And they're like, yeah. you're going to cut his mouth. And they're like prying his mouth open. And then once they get it open, he like throws up an apple, which Rotten probably apple. in describing it doesn't sound as horrifying as it was to watch. But it was, for me, the worst Was he better after movie. he threw the apple up? No. No, still... no then, he goes, then he goes into this yeah, he crazy... <laughs> he goes into this crazy death scene that's like such a good death scene where he has this like euphoric speech about entering the arms of Jesus. What? The kid? Yeah, but it is so clear, to me at least, that it is a mockery of their religious beliefs that is being like spoken through from Satan through him mm. as like a mockery of their beliefs as like and as a way to like insult them and like being like I have his soul, he is damned, he is mine. I'm going to like make fun of you to your face and then and then he dies. Whoa, whoa. I just want to watch that scene. But one of the things that's crazy about that scene, it's amazing. And one of the crazy things about that scene is they like also like saying to pray around the the Caleb, the boy, and as they start praying, the two little twins start freaking out and they like can't say the prayer. They forget they, like, how to double speak. over. Yes. They can't they lose their words and then at that point you're like, Oh, the fucking but, twins are possessed. But also Definitely. right before they've like put all the blame on Thomason and they're like she said she's the witch she did this to him she was with him in the woods she was with baby Samuel and so like now the mom who's already has this weird like hostility competition thing with the daughter is like she's ready to like pin it all on Thomason mm-hmm. and they're really like turning on her at this point and she's like no like I was joking like I was just it was it was in jest <laughs> um, and yeah. yeah as these little twins are like convulsing on the floor while they pray the mom is like, Thomason, it was you. I know. But she's like, she can't be convinced. She's like, you know, it's not about any. It's just, yeah. She's just mad she's at her there. daughter. Yeah. So then um, 
he dies, they bury the kid, and then it starts like really open up. And like, just like, I'm probably going to skip a little bit. I but... think what happens is then, because the twins accuse Thomason, um, Thomason says, no, it's them. it's them. And then the dad's like, just to be safe, I'll lock you we'll all lock away. all three of you in the barn no. with the goats, mm-hmm. with Black Phillip. Together? Mm-hmm. All, all together, together for the night and we'll <laughs> see what happens, I guess. Well, at that point, at that point, he, both parents are totally convinced that some or multiple of their children are possessed by Satan at that point. They're it's like, not it's, the ones who were convulsing. And they're not. They're, they don't give a fuck who it is. They're just like, throw them all in there. Yeah. And like, right before that, the or that night, then the dad like has like a big, huge scene where he's praying to God being like, it's my fault. I'm prideful. I've done this. Please spare my children. Yeah. Um, but he still leaves him in there because he's scared shitless. Yeah. They're in the barn with the goats. Okay. They hear a noise in the night and um, s- turn to one of the goats <laughs> and there's the witch suckling from the goat's uh, teat. Inside yeah. the barn with them? Yeah. Inside the barn with them. And she's like them. a nasty old naked lady. She's nasty old naked again. The baby juice has worn, has worn off. off. Worn off at this the point. The baby schmear. Uh. And, this is, and this is a goat that a few scenes previous, Thomason had been milking it and blood came out of its udders. Yes, and now we know why, because this yeah. witch is sucking it dry. And I think one of the things is like... Oh, God, I hate it. One of the implications that. is that like the witch's magic has like slowly... like. Seeped into everything in this house from the land to the goats to their minds and like the There's these lines that the mom is saying to the dad at one point where she's like I cannot feel my faith any longer I do not believe in I do not feel the love of Jesus. I do not Like feel it at all and I think the implication is that the witch and the like satanic evil that we know is real has like like, walled them off and like that is a terrifying thought no matter how crazy they are the idea that it has like inserted itself between them and like isolated them from even that means that they are so alone on every conceivable and inconceivable level and it is so sad they're just like as nothing compared to this power and it's so fucked. And I, I, you feel so... They had no chance ever. Yeah, no. They're donezo. Yeah, so that night... Yeah, as the witch is in their uh, little shack that they're nailed into sucking on goat titties, the oh. mom, in a, in a mirroring scene, uh. has a dream where her two dead children come back and like are whispering to her. This is creepy. And they wanted to read from this book, which comes in later to be possessed, basically. If you read this book out loud, you become, like, possessed. And I think the implication is she does it in the dream. But anyway, she, like, hands her, she's, her, uh, Caleb, the boy, hands her Samuel. the baby Samuel. And she be, she's like, oh, he's hungry. And, like, decides to breastfeed him. And then they cut to the real, like, real world outside of the dream. And the mom is sitting there holding nothing with her uh, shirt open, exposing her breasts. And a huge raven just eating her. <laughs> Uh, and the sound uh, is, the sound is fine on stop, it. Stop, you have to stop. Oh, you have to stop. It's gross. So gross. Ah, that's exactly I right. Just, can I just say the when when Joel just did that, all the females in the room just grabbed their breasts. <laughs> yeah. 
And she has this huge smile on her face while it's happening. It's like really freaky. Yeah, she's kind of cra crazed. Uh -huh. Yeah, she's like lost at this point. Yeah. But, yeah, but it's laughing. like you can't tell necessarily. It's like what's so good about this movie is the ambiguity of it. Is like she's also like been driven totally mad by grief and like, the ergot and the ergot and like <laughs> this crisis of faith. She's like zapped, right? Oh my god! So then the next morning, the dad wakes up. He walks outside, and he looks like such a fucking bozo. He looks so stupid in this scene. I don't know what it is. The way they do his hair, he looks so <laughs> stupid. But he walks outside. And he sees that the the little sh goat shack that he nailed his children into has been destroyed, and they're just goats' corpses strewn around the yard, their guts oh, no. out. The twins are gone, and Thomason is like laying passed out, and she like wakes up, and he's like, "What the fuck?" And he walks over to her, and then all of a sudden, goes like, <gasps> he like takes a shot in the side, and Black, Black Philip has stabbed him in the side with his kill. huge horns. <gasps> Yeah, Black Phillip's got the big. Really whoa, taking a turn in this movie. So Black Phillip kills the dad. He dies. Because he, he then he, does, he then he then Black Phillip does a finishing move on him. And yeah, he like, does he like slam him into the wood into a wood, wood pile? pile? Then he'd been chopping the whole movie. Because all he does is chop wood with his frustration of like, oh, I'm not a good enough man. So I got those obliques I can't too. <laughs> hey, it's working. And he looks great. So yeah, it's a quick death. Mm, moderately I mean, ish he gets first of all stabbed by dull goat horns like gourd like the size say. of a wine bottle but then he also there's a moment where he kind of like gives up fighting because he's like remembering maybe his prayer of like take me and save my children and yeah. so he kind of like at first is like i'm about to fight this goat <laughs> he grabs an axe and then he adds and then and he's he changes like, oh, his mind it. he's like never mind but he says some Wait, line that's like, living for you know? he says some line that's like really weird and it was like calamity thou art my father or something but it sounds like a weird like, like bible quote or something yeah but it feels like it's referencing like that satan is his master at this but like you got me dude mm. something like that I, I don't know i don't remember it well enough but it felt like i was like that's a surprisingly like not invoking like god quote for you to right, say right right it right. felt like really like about dis the darkness like, darkness is, taking is, over. is yeah, like like rules surrendering me. to it yeah and then thomason come she like recovers goes Does checks she on her dad happen? yes okay she goes and checks her dad. He's dead. And then her mom comes out and uh, like is like, you fucking killed everyone. <laughs> and she's crazy. And her nipple is bleeding. Uh, yeah, she's got the blood stain her on her nightgown. Her hair is all gown. long and crazy. And then she like like chokes her against the wall. And it's like, you fucking killed everybody. I'm going to fucking kill you. And then she like throws her to the ground, starts choking her. And then Thomason grabs like this like farm Thomason knife. Thomason is choking her. No, the, no, mom, the is mom is choking Thomas. And then Thomas grabs a knife and fucking stabs her mom in the head like five <gasps> times. She kills her big time. And that's when actually all the blood is all over her. Yeah, that that's when the blood gets all over her. Okay. Yeah. And then she like goes and like clomps to a table inside and just goes like, fuck. Yeah. Is she really sad or is she like, what's going she's on? She's like her right drained now? at this point. She's just tired. And she's We've like <laughs> so disillusioned and like. She just killed her mom. Yeah. yeah. She's been like mega she's oppressed. She's pooped. She also knew that like. She knew that her family was planning on, like, uh, setting her up as a servant to a richer family to, like, make some money. And so she resented them for that. Yeah. She, like, confronted her dad about it and basically called her dad a fucking stupid chicken shit to his face. And he was, like, Earlier. Yeah. And he was, like, all right, fine. <laughs> but so then she goes and, like, sits at this table, like, fuck, I just, what the fuck just happened? I killed my mom. My dad got killed by Black Phillip. And where like, is Black Clear, no. clear, Black Phillip's hanging out. He's there. <laughs> He's there. He's chilling. So then we we fade back up. It's night. She goes. She like walks outside. Yes, <laughs> just because it was night. Yeah. She <laughs> she walks outside with a lantern, 
walks to the goat house, which is what I'm calling it. The goat house. Black Phillip is outside the goat house waiting for her. No, 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 and no. And he, like, no, no. she, like, stops and, like, st they, like, stop and regard each other. Black Phillip looks towards the goat house and looks back at her. She walks in. This is great animal training, by the way. I think they shot it as a I heard screen. that Black Phillip was actually really hard to work with. Really? I'm not joking. Goats, they are, said, goats are tough. They said that the horse was great, the rabbit was great, and Black Phillip was a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> well, and they had other scenes had written in part. with Black Phillip, and they were like, they we had to cut, we had to cut them because oh, the goat was too naughty. So, so Black, so uh, she walks into the goat house. Black Phillip follows her, and then you get this, this such a great scene where the camera's just on her face, basically, and she starts talking to Black Phillip, and is like. I conjure thee to speak to me. I know you were talking to my to the twins. I know that they spoke to Satan through you. I know what you are. Speak to me. Oh my god! And she like demands it of him. Oh my god! I and then there's chills. a beat. Then there's a beat where she's like, "Oh, I'm just uh, like never I'm, mind." I'm and then and they never show you Black Philip. Okay, the camera never cuts away from Thomason's face. She says, "I conjure thee, speak to me." And like is like, "What do you want from me?" And then she like is about to turn away, and then this serpentine, <laughs> slithery whisper, like Voldemort, like comes on, and it's like like Nagini, yeah, yeah. like, <laughs> and it starts asking her question: Wouldst thou live? He goes: Wouldst thou like the taste of butter? Oh, oh. wouldst thou like a pretty dress? <laughs> and you're like, who's? fucking voice is this and then it goes and then they cut and then she's like what would you have me do like what do you want from me and he goes do thy do thee see a book in front of you and then there's this book there the book and they cut to the shot of this book and then they cut to a shot and then in that shot there's a goat's hind leg steps in and then a boot steps in huh? and then another boot swoops down and steps into like he shapeshifted into a human. The last project I did when I was looking for a makeup artist and someone who makes prosthetics, I, I interviewed someone who had made, helped work on Black Phillip. Oh, the really? Monster. And oh, his human form. His human form. And I was looking at the pictures and I was like, dang, that's too scary for my thumb, but that's dope. <laughs> I think one of the things that's really crazy about Ooh. about the human form of Black Phillip in this is that he's wearing cowboy boots with spurs. And Why? He's like, Which at that and he time, looks was, like that a, a, was that a thing yet? No, I don't think so. Ooh, he, the devil is like so fashion forward. He looks he's like, like three, 200 uh, years he looks like a ahead of his time. Like he looks like a three musketeer. It's really strange. Wait, so wait. What, yeah, I want to hear, get more details on what he looks devil. like. like do, do you, you see his face? face? He's very much in shadow and he has a, I think he has a big buccaneer hat and <laughs> and like curly like uh, Captain Hook hair and a beard. You only really see his nose and his gloved hand as it rests on her and you see his boots with spurs. Yeah. But he's like in the, very much in the background and like very surreal. And it like starts lurking behind Thomason. And then he puts like a hand on he her. He puts a hand on her, a black gloved hand well, on her shoulder. Also, before this, also he made her get naked. He's yeah. like, take all your clothes take off. Take all your clothes off. And then he says, and then he says the fucking great line, which is where, where one of the lines from one of these quotes comes. He goes, Wouldst thou like to live deliciously? <laughs> and this is this is being spoken to like a, a like a fourteen year old girl who's lived in a Puritan life like home oppressed beyond measure her mother hated her so she's like yeah dude 
Absolutely. Do it. I'm covered in my mom's blood. Absolute fucking gluten. I want to live deliciously. <laughs> and he goes, wouldst thou like to see the world? And she's like, yes. So then we cut to a shot of like the, the woods again. And you see her naked walking into the woods. And then she walks into the woods. And then there's a bonfire of all these naked women going like, crazy speaking in tongues like gesticulating and gyrating and she walks in to join them and then as she walks in they all start to levitate and they're and then she starts to levitate and the last shot is just her just like with this ecstatic look on her face as she like like rises up just laughing and it's just like and laughing and laughing and laughing oh my god and that's the movie wow, wow. That's, a good, that's a good I, again like good. a triumphant Conclusion for her. That's like Women one of the things do that's really interesting. well in horror films. I feel like I, they're always well, just, just Midsummer and well, the Witch. Midsummer and the Witch. It's a very similar ending to Midsummer, yeah, where she's like, "All right, I'll just like I'll I will integrate this." Yeah, into then like that. here I am, bitch. I'll do the thing. And also the thing that was supposed to be good, that was kind of socially accepted, is actually evil and bad. Yeah, like her mom tried to fucking kill her. And me becoming more evil is actually good. Yeah. And it's, it's, uh, it is counterbalanced by the fact that you abduct babies and mortar and pestle them into goop. That's true. Well, I, what I was thinking is as we went, got towards the end of this is like, it may be wrong because I just heard it described, but it feels like we had relatively few scenes with the actual witch. Yes, there's, not, there's like not a lot. It's more about the effect it's, that she has on them. Yeah, about the family. Which is and, really cool. So I think that this movie is like scary in three specific ways. Great. There is the fact that uh, the fact that how fucked up it would be to like be alive at that time when you can like get ergot poisoning and and like not know what it is, the the idea that like what I was mentioning earlier is like this is a guy who is probably like a capable farmer in England, and this was a phenomenon where like these guys would move to America and everything would be the soil is different, the climate is different. They couldn't do they couldn't replicate their success, so they were like. What the fuck? And and so I thought there was like, you know, like that's one of the reasons I thought there was like dark magic in these places because they like couldn't master the elements. Oh, yeah. So there's that level. There's just... I'm not good at farming, so witches exist. (laughs) I'm a... Well, it's like that's just what men are like even today. It's true. That's also like the basis So it's just like a frail ego. Because no one understands the like forces of nature well, and yeah. so religion is trying to explain them. Yes. Yeah, that's the that's layer two of what's scary. It's like yeah. imagine it your if that was your worldview. Mm-hmm. And like your worldview is that there are fucking they're like Satan is waiting behind every dark corner to grab you or your kids and damn them and that's real. Like to like live in the world in that way it would be so scary. And this movie does such a good job of just like making you live in that mindset of like mm-hmm holy shit, everything is, like, the stakes are massive with everything. Your baby brother is in hell, I'm sorry to tell you. Like, that kind of shit. And to be fair to them, the stakes were that high. Because if your crops die, you die. You die, die. yeah. And you have no way to explain that. Mm -hmm. So you might as well come up with the fact Mm -hmm. that it's the devil doing it. And then the third level on which this is scary is that a fucking real witch is out there trying (laughs) to eat you. Yeah. So, question. Mm -hmm. The women at the end... Do you think that that's other witches in the community? I think so. Like other people that have kind of sold their soul to Satan is is the the vibe I got. That her signing the book is being, or writing in the book is like, okay, I'm selling my soul to the devil now for in exchange for this 
delicious life. Delicious, like seemingly immortal life. And I think everyone else around the bonfire are just other people who have also... And it's all women? All women, yeah. So what is this Satan is a man and there's all these naked women? It's like, I mean, there has to be some metaphor about like this... She got her period. A man is saying, "Do you want?" A man is saying, "Do you want to leave, live a delicious life?" This baby is telling her to be naked. What well, I think that? it's also just based on like things at the time. Like yeah. these are just actual claims that people made at the time. But yeah, I mean, yeah. periods were like thought, seen as like evil in, yeah. intrinsically in those days, right? Like yeah. there's just so much in of that. Days too, in some places. <laughs> Here we are again. Honestly, <laughs> they are. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't love it. I actually do like this idea, though, that it is kind of this, all for all those women who were accused of being witches, yeah. and then, you know, they were killed, or what, we don't know what happened. I, there, it, it is kind of like a, a happy ending that all of them are actually... Living, living their best life. Yeah. With Satan. I do love, like, these sorts of ambiguous happy endings where it's like, it's just is like midsummer, and it's like, ending? is it a happy ending or did something bad happen? <laughs> yeah. Um, what is going to haunt each of us from this movie? I will go first. For me, my instinct, the thing that really stands out that I'm still thinking about is um, the crow. Um, <gasps> yeah, the nipple part. Oh my god! Oh my god! The woman's nipple. While I she think laughs. that's a big one for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. personally have not given birth and have not needed to breastfeed yet i feel a little anxiety about that that image is really not helping <laughs> to say. yeah no it is that's it's it for a, me it's a hard one for sure i thought i was going to say the baby but it I, that, Them being that's probably what, that's being probably what i should have said no but i but <laughs> your answer changed my mind and i'm like no i think a crow fucking pecking at your nipple until you bleed while you're like in a dream state is somehow worse yeah. i don't know why it's worse but it's more like visceral for me personally also the fact that she thinks it's her son who she's who lost and is, is dead who has been mashed yeah that that is the one that i i physically reacted to the most when i heard it so probably that joel what's your scariest part of the movie um well, the scariest part of this conversation has probably been how much i talked not the um, conversation. Joel, you did such a good job. Um, uh, <laughs> not true. The scariest thing is the nightmares of, of being on this podcast. I got very excited. <laughs> no, I, I think for me, nothing like the moment of shock I experienced the first time I saw that baby getting smushed up will never, ever, ever I, leave me. I bet actually seeing it that is, is really... fucking crazy. Especially when you don't know that it is coming. Yeah, you think you've, you've moved past you, you, it. Yeah, you think you've already been shocked enough by, like, what they show you with her, like, touching this baby. And oh, then and then the way that she's squishing it, like, syncs up with the music. It's like... <gasps> so I think, to me, it's it's that baby getting squished up. If there's oh, a runner-up after watching, this, after watching the second time, then what stuck out to me most is that is Caleb's death scene when he's, like, after he pukes up that apple and is, like, sees and, like makes a mockery of their religious beliefs as he dies that was like really striking to me mm. yeah mine was the apple i already said it huh i feel oh, like yeah. the throwing up the apple and the prying his jaws open something about mm. just having like your jaw like clenching your jaw so like, hard and then having too. someone like take a knife to try to pry mm. it open oh it was so horrible <laughs> i really hated that 
Um, well, Jenna will never know because she won't say it. And Caroline is... Oh, Jenna's doing a whisper. She's passing along her spookiest part to Henley. Or so, something. This just in, I've heard exclusively that her thing that's going to stick with her forever... Um, she won't be able to forget this, is the fact that Sammy thinks the dad's hot. <laughs> <laughs> She's done. She's done. That's, yeah, there, there it he is. He is smoking hot. I mean, I heard he's got some good wood-chopping obliques. Yeah, his obliques um, are... Um, Don't get me started. That's all I'll say. Joel, you did such a good job explaining that movie. Thank you. Oh, thank, thank you very much. I really Joel. felt it in my bones. Great. I'm going to be thinking about it for a long time. I don't think I have the nerve to watch it, but I really See, want yeah, to. Early on, you I thought still really you might want watch to. it, but as it went on, you changed your mind. I really think I'm still too scared. Yeah. I think it's. Uh, I think it is a very, 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 very good movie. It's really, really well made. Uh, one thing to note is. He has a movie uh, coming out. <gasps> With Robert uh, Pattinson, Jenna. His next movie. <laughs> that was Jenna yeah, His next movie is stars Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe. Oh as my two, God. As two men who work in a lighthouse in Maine in like the 1800s. They're okay. intensely frightening. Yeah, and it's supposed to be excellent. And apparently Robert Pattinson punched Robert Eggers in the face while they were filming it because it was like that. Uh, gnarly and intense. Wait, well, out of like, crazy like off down. scene, like pissed off. Or? I don't know. I don't. Some, I think he just pushed him too far potentially because there was like miserable and like cold and crazy and intense. Uh, We're big Robert Pattinson. Big huge fans. Robert Pattinson fans. I don't feel nothing that way. but respect what for do my you mean Batman. Me? Don't include me in that. <laughs> oh, you're not. You're not. <laughs> wow, this is gonna have to be an off pod discussion about the merits of Robert Pattinson. <laughs> um. <laughs> Well, thank you. Thank you so much, Joel. As we said, uh, thanks to Caroline, who had to step away. Um, Once again, to our our listeners, our many listeners, let us know what you want us to do next. Um, If you want to come on and talk a lot and then feel really badly about yourself after, Joel can recommend that to you, and you can be our next guest. Everyone's Um, dream. And until then, if you get too scared... Uh, watch an old James Bond, I guess, cleanse that palate. So Roger Moore is there for. Only Roger Moore. Moore. And um, goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs) Hey, fellow scaredy cats. This is Emily, and thanks for listening to another episode of Too Scary Didn't Watch. Now, hopefully you know everything you ever wanted to know about The Witch without having to see a single moment of it. You can leave us a review on iTunes now, so go ahead and type that up rate us especially if you really like us a lot because honestly that's really the only kind of review we want to get and let us know what movies you want to see us do or talk about on the podcast anything you've been itching to know all the horrifying details of uh we don't want you to have to see that so let us do it for you and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and don't forget to follow us on social media at tsdw podcast and uh you know, keep listening, because otherwise, what are we doing this for?